A Woman's Soul Restored Podcast talks about rediscovering hope, happiness, and the things that can happen in life that can take away your essence. Latanya and her guests focus on the traumas that may have made you a victim and discuss measures that can be implemented to turn your negative into victory. Topics are discussed that are hard to hear but necessary for growth, vitality, and newness in life after a trauma. Latanya has a bachelor's degree in human services with a minor in psychology. She has been the founder and president of a local nonprofit for women for almost 20 years. She is an ordained minister, a published author of several books, and she has a love for helping people. Latanya's mission is to help women understand that trauma does not define who they are, just like it did not define who she was. Helping women be healed and restored from their past trauma, sharing the stories of women that have overcame their various trials, and bringing awareness of various issues that encompass women is a standard that the podcast has embraced for the past three years. Welcome to the A Woman's Soul Restored Podcast with Latanya Y. Hendry. Welcome to the new Sunday episode of A Woman's Soul Restored. This is our second um, Sunday doing the new day for releasing the podcast. And I'm just excited about just this week. But before I get into this week's episode, I want to read a quick email that I gotten. Um, Typically, I don't address negative emails, but this one I am because um it kind of needs to so this is from alicia a l a c well i'm not gonna spell her name because i said i wasn't gonna do things that's gonna associate um who might somebody might be but it is from alabama and she is saying dear m i s s slash m r s slash m s Hendry. Now, normally when I see that, I know I, okay, this person is going to get technical This in this email. So she said what the heading is and she was like, I was real disappointed in the drama from your mama episode. Let me click. Okay. I was really disappointed in the drama from your mama episode. I have been a follower of your podcast since last season. But when I heard this topic, I at first did not want to listen, but I went on ahead and listened. And I didn't believe most of what you were saying. A mother would not do that to their child. That relationship is sacred. And how could you say the things you were saying about a mother? Please respond or even read my email openly because I need an explanation. Okay, so here's the explanation. Maybe you and your mother had a wonderful relationship and that is good. 
because mothers are supposed to be that person that's there for their children that person that support emotionally physically financially went until a certain age <coughs> but there are some mothers that are not like that so yeah i have the the, the purpose of the podcast is to talk about those things that we would normally not talk about and the majority of my emails are from women that have been hurt by in that mother-daughter relationship or that grandmother or that aunt that female version of the relationship so yeah i needed to address it even with the relationship with me and my grandmother and what she allowed to happen to me most people have told me how can a grandmother let their husband molest you but she did doesn't mean I don't love her and thank her for what she did for my life because when my mother passed and my daddy really didn't assume responsibility for us she took me and my three older sisters in but she also was aware of what was happening to me so don't base everything just like I don't base everything off the relationship I had with my grandmother because I know it's some loving grandparents I'm a loving grandparent to my duke and duchess which is my grandson and my granddaughter but I don't base it on the relationship I had with my grandmother because she was not loving she did not show affection like that she didn't wasn't the type that would hug me and let me know that she loved me that's why I did that with my children and still do. I've always hugged them and let them know that I love them. Even as adults, I still hug them and let them know I love them. And my grandchildren, even the more. I snuggle them. I give them neck kisses. I just embrace them. But all relationships are not like that. So there's always another side to what we know. There's always another side to the relationships that we are familiar with and if you were just listening to the podcast just to listen to it or if there was a reason why you would listen to it listening to it hence maybe you were raped or maybe you were in an abusive relationship or for whatever reason you listen to it think of it in this aspect not everybody's been raped not everybody's been in a domestic situation not everybody's been through child molestation not everybody's been through many of things that this podcast addresses. So then when we hear another viewpoint, we can't say that's wrong or want a, a deeper explanation for it, which I'm giving it because you asked and maybe it's something that has transpired with others that have heard this podcast and wonder why some of the topics are the way they are. Well, if you have not experienced certain things in your life, if you have not experienced that negativity with uh, even a father or a mother or um, an aunt, uncle, grandparents, a family friend, if you have not experienced that, then it's going to be strange and maybe you won't have that empathy or that have that heart for that person that had experienced what you had not. And I think that's what's going on with your email. I think because you had a relationship, a positive relationship with your mother, that you can't see any other side because it's hard to fathom that a mother could do certain things to their children. 
but it happens. If we look on the news, we can see it happens. If we talk to some of our friends, we can hear it happens. It happens. So <coughs> I appreciate you sending the email. And I'm not saying that it was a negative email. I'm just saying that it. we have to look at all sides. We have to be willing to hear those things that we're not familiar with. And that's the draw to this podcast. That we do talk about things that maybe we don't feel comfortable hearing. But it's reality and it's what we live and it's what our family members experience. And for some of us, it's what we've experienced. So I do thank you for sending your email. And anybody that felt that way and just did not email in, I hope this was a good enough explanation because... We can't understand fully what we haven't been through. My guests that have been on that have lost children. Yes, I sympathize with them and my heart goes out to them. But I've never lost a child. So I don't know that feeling and I pray to God that I never experienced that. But I know that's a deep hurt. But I don't know truly because I have not experienced it. So I can't minimize their hurt. I can't minimize what they go through. Or... or, or, People don't understand why I had a relationship with my father. Well, what he did, he did to every woman he was with. He was an abusive man. And I did not have that relationship with him until I was well an adult. I was grown. And it's, it's just we, we can't always put our expressions or our feelings on others. We have to have... And understanding that each person's experience with life is different. So I hope that answered <coughs> your email. And I hope you email back again um, to let me know that you this was a good enough answer or you need more details. I don't know how more detailed I can get, but um, I'll try if you need it. So I do thank you for sending the email. Now, close up this email now this week we're going to talk about something that as women we go through (coughs) excuse me I'm outside and the pollen is just uh, out here but we're going to talk about something that women endure from mostly from other women those relationships where the cattiness come out and we're not being our true and authentic self in those relationships. So this week we're going to talk about the stress of being told you're less. The stress of being told you're less. So we're going to take a quick break. Go ahead and get situated as we get into the discussion, the commentary for this week. Um, I feel some kind of way about it. I'm going to say it in advance. So you're going to hear a different tone probably than usual but it really irks me when women are not genuine and authentic in our relationships if you don't want to be around somebody just don't be around them if you don't want to talk to them then speak because anybody is do a hello speak and keep it moving but don't act like well jumping ahead of myself go ahead and either get something to drink or not just get comfortable and listen to the stress of being told that you're less Be sure to come back.
Sisters Helping Sisters Social Organization for Women, Incorporated, is a faith-based community nonprofit located in historic, beautiful Savannah, Georgia, and has been serving the local area since April of 2003. The sisterhood has been built on trust, unity, growth, discovery, appreciation, and security, all embodied by faith, which has helped the organization to stand the test of time and still be viable in the community. If you would like more information about the organization, please visit www.sistershelpingsisters28.com or send an inquiry email to sistershelpingsisters28 at yahoo.com. It's a great day to be in the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to A Woman's Soul Restored. Today we're going to be talking about how people can say things either about you or directly to you that will make you feel less than who you are or even give you a form of inadequacies. Sometimes we put too much stock in what people say about us or how they feel about us or what they relay to us even about their own opinions of what they feel we do or how we are. But an opinion comes a dime a dozen. I wouldn't even give it a dime. Probably a penny. Because each of us have one, but it doesn't mean that it's the right opinion or is it the opinion that someone else needs to follow or go by. I had an occasion on this week. I'm recording this on Saturday, so this week, uh, where a young lady had said some things about me and she, the person she told it to stood up for me and said, I'm not going to let you talk about LaTanya Hendry like that. And this is someone that I don't really particularly know closely because most of my friends call me Tanya. It's only a few people that, you know, I'm close to that call me LaTanya. But this is somebody that I've been knowing for maybe the past two or three years that took it to heart that this person was coming to them and saying that I thought I was more than what I was and I done puffed myself up and just all kind of foolishness. And she stopped them before they could really get into a hissy about talking about me. And I appreciated them because I've always said that you watch the person that bring you the information because it takes two people to talk. But I am thankful that this person came forward not shortly long after it was the same day that the conversation was brought to them but they wanted me to know that this person did not mean me any good and that they did not partake in the conversation and that they told them that they were going to tell me this was towards I would say around September of last year but the person that did the talking is nobody I've been around for the last maybe two years so for them to take stuff to somebody and there's no telling who else she had talked to before 
It's just this person decided to make a stand and not um, listen to what they were saying. But it's just sad to where we live in a society where we can't trust the people that smile in our face. Now, I have done an episode before about smiling faces and how they were stabbing your back. But I feel it's important that we realize that everybody that smiles at us, everybody that says they like us or even they love us, everybody that calls us sister is not genuinely concerned or even care about us. I say it more for women because men are not so charismatic about how people feel about them or what people say. They might feel some kind of way if somebody talk about them, but it don't put much stock in when somebody says something about them or um, because men are protectors, women are nurturers. So when we get information about somebody has talked about us or we feed so much into what people think about us because it's in us to nurture and please and God didn't mean for us to be doormats but we've seen some things through the years where maybe our mothers were people pleasers or we had older family members that did things that pleased others and we do it subconsciously not even knowing that we're doing the thing that we say we don't want others to do We tell people not to be people pleasers when we're people pleasers ourselves. So how does it make you feel if somebody talks about you? If somebody either to your face tell you something you're doing and they come and tell you, well, no, you're not supposed to be doing that. Or no, I don't think you should be doing that. And they give you whatever their reasoning is for you not doing it. Let me finish this story about this person. So, I haven't seen them, like I said, two years before the other day. It might have been a little more than two years. Um, I think I've seen them right after, like, the end of COVID and 2000. Not the end, but after the big height of when it really hit that first wave. So, I think it was maybe the beginning of 2001. So, probably about two years. Um, so, fast forward till the other day in our local Dollar Tree here in Savannah. And it's not like a grocery store where you have a lot of aisles that you could duck down. The Dollar Tree is, is smaller. You know, it has limited aisles. And it's only so many places you could hide. So here we go in the Dollar Tree. I was in there first and I spotted her when she came in. And really she tried to duck and dodge to avoid me she had to act like she didn't see me she went down the aisles and kept almost like a football player huddling up um scrimmaging trying not to run into me but oh that dreaded cash register oh when it's time to check out and i knew she was dodging me because she only had two things in her hand when she came in when she came up to the register so here we go with the fakeness She's smiling. Oh, hey, sis. Hey, sister. So she hugged me. I did not not, not hug her back. So she was like trying to get into trying to explain (coughs) why the, because she she knew the person told me. 
So she's like, yeah, I, I ran into so-and-so, and I'm not going to say her name. Um, I've let her know that this person, I finally seen them and, and what happened. But she's like, oh, yeah, I ran into so-and-so last year, and I, I was expressing some things about you, but uh, um, people's interpretations, everybody's interpretations are different. So she tried to explain a way what she said like the person kind of misunderstood she it was a big misunderstanding and she really wasn't talking about me you know she would never do nothing like that to me but what I told her and I honestly meant this because I don't, I'm not a person just to say things to just say it or do, because it sound good I told her that you know I forgave her whatever the scenario was I forget I forgiven her you know, I really didn't give it a second thought is which I told the young lady that told me this. You know, I appreciate her warning me about this person. But I had already figured that out. You know, I knew she wasn't who she was pretending to be with me. But then this was more so calm, but, um, confirmation to let me know that, no, this person really does not mean you any good. So... Here we go. She's talking, and I just let her know I forgave her, but I don't do F and P. And F and P is fake and phony. I don't do fake and phony people. Because if I feel some way about a person, believe me, I'm going to limit my conversation, and I'm going to limit my interactions. You're going to know that for whatever reason, I, I don't care for you. I've, I've never been the type to smile at people and, and be pretentious when that's not honestly how I feel. I told the ladies at the meeting last month that if I call you sister, if I call you friend, that is a term of endearment to me. And that is something that I hold near and dear to my heart if I call somebody sis or sister. And the fact that when she walked up to me in the Dollar Tree, the first thing she said was, oh, hey, sis, hey, sis. And I was like, you know, I, 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 first of all, I'm not your sister. Um, second of all, whatever context that you meant, I'm sure it wasn't misinterpreted. I'm sure it was taken in the context that you said it in. And that all is forgiven, but I don't do F and P. I don't do fake and, and phony. And I paid for my stuff, and I, I began to walk out the store. She's like, oh, no, no, sister, it ain't like that. Like I said, I don't do fake and phony. And I left out the store. Now, am I going to lose sleep over this? No. Because what I told the ladies today at our meeting, and I told, I, I posted about this on my page because I always, I'm an open book. And my name was literally drugged through the mud by this person. It wasn't no misunderstanding. So why would I then see you in the store? And I know you don't care for me. And I could deal with somebody not liking me. I could deal with, you know, because <clears throat> as I put on my page, every flavor of Kool-Aid isn't for everybody. So I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Fine. Everybody's not my cup of tea. But then what I'm not going to do is if you got ways that are not becoming to me or is it something about you that just rubbed me the wrong way, the last thing I'm going to do is be hugging all on you and trying to act like we're okay. Because to me, that is fake and phony. I know as Christians, 
We're supposed to love one another. We're supposed to love people in spite of themselves. And I do love people. I love everybody. But that doesn't mean I have to let you be in my life and treat me all kind of ways either. It doesn't mean that I have to let you in and you hurt me. Because I don't I I know God didn't create us to be hurt and used and mistreated. So yeah, every time I see that or anybody that treats me like that, that I know don't like me, but you smiling in my face and calling me sis and trying to hug me, I'm gonna call it out every time. Now, here's here goes the kicker and here here goes the purpose of this podcast this week. I wasn't always like that. I always spoke my mind, but I was to a place where I wanted people to accept me. I wanted to be included because the early part of my life, it didn't matter. I didn't care. I wasn't saved. You either took me as I was or not. It didn't matter. But when I got in my late 20s, probably early 30s, I began to want to want people to accept me. I wanted people to like me it cared about I cared about how people thought about me and if I heard somebody talked about me it really hurt it hurt to the core no matter who it was it hurt but I also had low self-esteem during that time that's when I was going through the domestic violence with my ex-husband that's when I had already been through domestic violence with my daughter's father Everything I had went through in life culminated in me being someone that was timid, someone that needed to be accepted by no matter how people treated me, I wanted to be accepted. But when God came into my life or when I embraced him back into my life, because he never left, I did. When he showed me who my worth is as a woman, as his daughter, as a servant, as someone who can call somebody sister as someone who can call someone a friend and truly mean it I began to appreciate how he created me and who he created me to be and in doing that it's not saying I don't dismiss people's opinions because it's some people that I highly respect and I listen to them when they say things to me but the thing about it is in that respect is a level of mutualness, meaning I respect you and you respect me. I'm not going to treat you any kind of way. I'm not going to let you treat me any kind of way. It's supposed to be a togetherness with that, where I'm not doing anything to hurt you. I'm not talking about you. And you're not doing anything to me and you're not talking about me. But this young lady and... It's more of a a repeat action with her. Now, she never talked to anybody to me because everybody that knows me know I'm not like that. If I don't have something to say to you, then I'm not going to say it. But I'm not going to say it to anybody else. If I need to bring it to you, I'll bring it to you in a respectful way. And that's the difference between me now and me in my 20s. Because in my 20s, I was just whatever came out my mouth, came out my mouth. And you could take it like how you want to take it, but it was going to come out. Now, I thank God that I can do it respectfully. But I still say what I need to say. I'm not faking. I'm not phony. And I don't really don't like those kind of people around me. That if you can talk, if four of us standing together, 
and all of us having a conversation. <coughs> and two of those people walk off, or one of those people walk off. They are out our sight good, and here you go talking. If you do that about them, you do that about me. So, no, I don't have any qualms telling you how I feel and that I really don't care for your particular type people. But before I got healed of that need to want to be accepted by people, I knew people, some people didn't care for me somewhere in my own family. But I had a yearning and an unction to want to be accepted by them so bad to where it would, I would lose sleep if I knew somebody didn't like me and I would go out my way to try to change their mind child as I put in the post boo and bye you heard it right boo and bye life is short nobody has time for that and if you're the type of person that's like that if you're the type of person that talk about people even before they back turn good then you really need to reevaluate your relationships and yourself because <coughs> it comes a time when we grow up. Some of us grow up a little earlier or sooner than others. But when you're at a certain age for it, because this person, I say young lady, but this person is older than me. By only a few years, probably about two or three years. But when it gets to the point where we're still doing stuff that, that we did and elementary and middle school and possibly high school and we giggling and talking about people you know you could do it but I'm not going to partake with you and I'm not going to knowingly know that you talk about me and but yet I allow you in my space my space is sacred and my space is personal and I can choose who I let in it just like all of us can all of us have a choice who we let in our space And time out for us letting people in our space that hurt us. People that tell us we are less than who we are. Because what she said was, I think I'm more than what I am. I'm this and I'm that and I done elevated myself and I done puffed myself up. And no matter, ain't no telling what else she would have said if she wasn't stopped. But then ain't no telling who else she done talked to about this that didn't stop her. That did listen because some people will listen to it. Some of them will come back and try to tell you and leave their part out. But then some of them not going to say nothing. They just going to listen to what's being said and take it in and believe it. Because of some people I have not seen or been around in some years. And if this person saying they've been around me and they notice I did this and I said that and it, and and just really making me sound like what I'm not, then they're not going to say anything to me, but they're going to keep it and they're going to believe it. So this is what I told the ladies today, and this is what our theme was for this month. Give them something to talk about. Meaning, if God is blessing you and he is opening doors for you and he is doing things for you, why not tell people about it? I didn't say brag and I didn't say boast. Give your testimony. I put testimonies on my page all the time of what God has done and is doing for me. I tell people in person what God is doing for my life, what he has done in my life and that he can do for them. But if you feel some way about yourself 
or whatever jealousy or hatred or whatever it is to where in my face you can smile with me and act like everything okay but then behind my back you're going to talk about me and 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 say I'm things that I'm not that's your version of me it has nothing to do with me at that point and if people are talking about you in that tight way and you haven't done anything it's not even about you at this point either it's about insecurities that they have about themselves it's about them not feeling adequate in the skin that they're in so they have to bash and talk about you maybe they want to be elevated maybe they want to have things that they can brag about and maybe they don't have that going on right now maybe they think that you are doing that i'm i've never been the type of person to boast or brag about anything do i talk about my accomplishments yes i do not to make anybody feel bad but just to give god thanks for what he's done for this person that was molested that lost their mother at three at the hands of their father that been on their own since they was 14 years old that had a baby at 16 that was a mother of three by the time she was 26 and her boys were 14 months apart that worked warehouse jobs where men looked at you funny because they feel that you're in their space that went almost got killed by my daughter's father through domestic violence went through the horrible domestic violence with my ex-husband the variant of things i have went through in my life but yet yeah I give God glory for what he's brought me through because he was with me even back then. He was with me when I was going through those things. He saved my life in that attic that day when my daughter's father was trying to kill me. He saved my life. He saved my life when I was raped under a house when I was pregnant with my daughter and had to have her early at seven months because I was cut in my stomach. All the things I had went through in my life that I talk about now, that I can talk about without crying, that I can give my testimony about. Yeah, I can talk about the goodness that God has done for me. I can talk about how he's blessed my books to sell, how he's blessed me to be able to speak in front of people, how he's blessed this podcast to have the listeners that it have, how he's blessed the many platforms that I'm on, how he's blessed my organization, even sometimes it doesn't look like it's a blessing but God told me it is and not to go by what I see on the outside but to go by what he says and what he says only how can I not give him praise how can I not give him glory for all he has done and if somebody considers that as me boasting on myself and bragging like I said it's it's not about me at this point it's about how they feel about themselves I have always tried to help people get to where they need to get to it, even if they do it better than me. Because there are some people that's doing great and awesome things that's in my space and not in my space. Meaning the area that I am in, 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 in an entrepreneur or with um, nonprofits or with their ministries or with speaking or whatever the case may be. It's some people that's doing some amazing and great things that God has blessed them to do. But if it's an area that they need help in that I can help them, of course I'm going to help them. And everything is not about a charge and money. So I wanted to do this today for us to really think about (coughs) those people that say things about us, those people that don't mean us any good. Sometimes we know 
they don't mean us any good. But yet we still allow them in our company to beat us down, to say the snide remarks that they say, intending to hurt us but make it like a joke when it's not really a joke. They say things and laugh it off to your face, not not wanting you to see it for what it is, but use that discernment that God has given us. Use it and see it for what it is. <coughs> Hallelujah, God. I give you glory because he is just so wonderful and so awesome to allow us to see these people. And he's waiting for us to say, how much more abuse are you going to take? How much more of this down talking are you going to take from this person? I'm trying to bless you and you got a blocker in your way. And those people do block your blessings because that's what the enemy sends them to do. Not calling them the enemy, but the devil uses people just like God does. And his motives and intentions are not to help us, are not to see us do good with the things that God has given us to do. It's to scandalize and vandalize our name as this young lady. I know this was not the first person she has talked to. And I'm calling her a young lady because that's that's the terminology I choose to use for her. Like I said, even though she's about two or three years older than me, I choose to call her a young lady because the actions are of a young lady and not someone that's more mature in their age. If I conducted myself a certain kind of way that's unbecoming to who I say I am, then I should be called a young lady too instead of a woman. It's what we portray, what we say out our mouths, how people perceive what we say when we're in a character that we're not supposed to be in, when we're conducting ourselves in all manner of ways. It becomes redundant sometimes that people could, it's energy, exhausted energy to be phony and fake. And it takes too much time to try to make yourself like somebody. Yeah, we got to love them. But you don't have to like their ways. You don't have to like how they treat other people. You don't have to like how they treat you. You don't have to like what they say about you. And you definitely don't have to accept it. And I might sound a little peeved in this episode. It's because I am. I am because I'm tired of fake people. I'm tired of people using scripture to make themselves feel justified for how they treat people. I'm tired of people being belittled and talked to all kind of ways in the name of religion (coughs) instead of being saved for real. I'm tired of just the redundancy, especially with us as women, black women, white women, just women in general, us, us. We can't have that love for one another without trying to tear each other down so long you don't have more than me and I'm speaking hypothetically not saying me in general but the 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 gist of it is as long as you're a little lower than me I'm okay but as soon as you get the equivalent of more than me now I have a problem now you're this and you saying this and you doing that and you think you better than me and all this No, that's how you feel about yourself. That's your perception. That's your misinterpretation 
of how a person is. You putting your what you feel on them. Point blank. End of it. That's all it is. What, how you would feel if you were in a position that this person was in, then you, you're saying that. Especially if you haven't been around that person or that person hasn't exhibited those qualities around you. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. You can't make sense out of nonsense. And that's what we try to do. When we have people that say they're embracing us and say that they love us, when we know they don't mean us no good. And the first thing we say is, well, I want them to see I'm doing good. They can see you doing good from afar. You don't have to be embracing them for them to see that you're doing good because they're haters and they're going to try to take from you. They're going to try to scandalize your name. They're going to talk about you in a way that's not truthful. Don't put yourself in that situation. Don't put yourself in in verbal abuse way. We're, we're more than that. We're better than that. God created us to be all that we can be. But being that doesn't mean that we have to be talked about. That And, and I'm going to go even further and say, I can accept the person not liking me. Because I said that earlier. I could take that. Because at least I know how you feel about me. And I know some people that don't care about me. I might put some people off. They deal with me for business. Or they might deal with me on other things. But they ain't calling me sister. And they ain't calling me friend. And I'm, I'm cool with that. Because I'm not calling them that either. But for you to feel that way but yet you can run up in my face and call me sister 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 so good to see you like you ain't seen me the whole time in the store come on come on come on we gotta be more real than this we really gotta take account and how we treat people and what we said the things that come out of our mouth that if that person has low self-esteem, if that person is not in a place where their spirit is built up, it's going to destroy them. Because if I was in the place I was in my 30s and that came back to me what that woman said, excuse me, that young lady said, I would have been destroyed. I would have been hurt. I would have been taken aback. I would have been set back because I would have took stock in what she was telling somebody else. But no, sweetie, not now. Not now. I am good. I'm not losing a bit of sleep. Even, I told him at the meeting today, even the insomnia has slacked up. I am sleeping more at night. No, I don't get a a full night's sleep. But I am sleeping more. I I sleep peacefully. Not worried about what nobody says. Not worried about what people talking and saying. Because I take more stock in who I am in Christ than to worry about what somebody is saying about me that really ain't around me, don't really know me like that, and don't have my best interest at heart. So think about this. If you cannot say something to somebody's face, don't say it at all. And definitely don't say it behind their back. Because it's going to get twisted up. And even if they didn't mean it like how it was said. By the time it get to them, it's going to be all twisted up. 
So don't even listen to it. Don't even fall for it. Don't even give it any of your energy because you got too much to do. Even if you sitting home looking at TV, you still got too much to do to give any energy to foolishness. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. When people have the stress of feeling less, the stress of being told that you're less, the stress of people treating you like you're less, the stress of you treating yourself like you're less because you've let people feed that foolishness into your head. You've let them. That's why we got to be careful who we let in our personal space. We got to be careful who we let in our inner circle because people will come and destroy you with their words. Even if they ain't saying it to you, that aura and that spirit is in them and it's reflective on you and it will tear you apart. Don't be so hungry for affection. Even if you're in a male in your in a marriage, in a in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, in regular friendship, don't be that starved for attention and love that you will fall for anything or any kind of treatment. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it for you to because the more you hear it, the more it begins to sink in that maybe you are less than who you think you are or even who God told you you are. Maybe there's people are right talking about you. Maybe you know that person can't be wrong because you look at them as a, a, a point of, of importance. Don't shortcut yourself. Don't let people demean you, either. even if they make it seem like it's a joke. It's not a joke. They mean what they say. They're just covering up by covering it up by laughter. Or they say it in front of other people and they're covering it up by laughter. Now some people genuinely do joke with one another. I have many, especially my sisters in the organization. We joke because I love them and they joke with me. They talk about my piggy feet. And I, I mean just through the years. But I know it's been a from a place of love. And it's some family members, some people that I know I could joke with from a place of love. But if it's something serious I need to talk to somebody about, trust me, I'm going to talk to them. I'm not going to talk about them. I'm going to talk to them. We need to be more straight up as Christians. That's why people are skeptical of us. They don't trust us because... We've had a bad track record. We have more bad than good. And even if we've had more good than bad, people are going to point and focus on the bad more than the good. Don't make people feel any kind of way. If you can't help them, definitely don't hurt them. We got to do better. We have to come together as women and do better. We have to realize that we should not treat people like how we don't want to be treated. And people say that, but do we really, really put stock in that? Do we really, if, if we cheat on, if we know somebody and we cheat on, we messing with their husband, would we want somebody to do us like that? If, if you got the ability to be in charge over money or whatever, and your hands are a little sticky or a lot sticky, but because you think nobody know, you do it. What if somebody was stealing your money? 
What if somebody was doing you like that? We have to truly mean what we say when we say we want people to treat us like how we treat people like how we want to be treated. It's not just words to say. It's really how we should live our life. We should treat people like how we want to be treated. Nothing less than that. We should love people like how we want to be loved. We should call people friends, sis, confidant, whatever those words of endearment that we say to people. We should be that ourselves. Think about our relationships. Think about our actions and how we treat people and make sure we're in line first. But then also make sure that the people that are in your life or in your circle, make sure they mean the best for you, that they want the best for you, that they are acting in your best interest, that it's a mutual affection towards one another instead of you being the butt of the joke. They talking about you and they really mean it. And really they despise you, but they just tolerate you for whatever reason. If you'd like to send an email, send it to a woman soul restored at gmail.com. The Facebook page is a woman soul restored. The website is www.livelifenowlovelifenow.net. Think about this episode. Think about the people that's in your life. Think about your actions and how you treat people. How communicative are you? How genuine are you? If you are empathizing with somebody, is it truly empathy or are you just saying that to make them feel like you're empathizing with them? Let's be women of our word, even men of our word, but we seem to be the gender that have the issues with meaning what we say and saying what we mean, of being genuine and true and authentic in our relationships. It seemed to be us as women or girls that have the problem. So let's face it and address it and begin to do better. Let's just do better. I love you all. Thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. Until next week, be blessed.